Hola a todos, mi nombre es Consuelo Vega Campos y voy a hablar sobre mi identidad. All right, so we're going to start talking about identity in four different categories. So the first one is the identity that I consider to be given to me or that are a given when you see me. Um, the other one is where it seems less obvious, where it's kind of hidden or things that I choose to hide particularly or that you can't see in plain sight. And the other one is that uh, is identities that I feel that are imposed upon me due to existing social or cultural categories. And the very last one that I'll be going over is identities that I feel are emerging or transforming in my life so far. When it comes to the identities that I consider to be a given, there's two that I feel are very part of being a given as soon as I walk into a room or in the outside world. And that is my um, my gender and my race, so slash ethnicity. So whenever people see me, they automatically see that I am a woman and that I not I am not just a woman, that I am also a Latina. And usually people don't really say Latina, they usually think that I'm Mexican. They're correct to assume that I'm Mexican because my parents are from Mexico and I and they did raise me, um, so I am Mexican. But I mean, if they saw somebody else who was brown and was a woman, most people would still think they're Mexican, even though they may not be. And that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Um, but when it comes to my Latina culture and what people can see, I'm very proud of it. I'm proud of being Latina. I love it. I love the culture that it comes with. It's what I've always grown up to know to and know to be. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, it's something that I always carry with me and I will always. And it's something that I also try to kind of have my daughter embody as well. The love for her skin color and the love for, you know, everything that comes with it. Obviously, there's some things that are that I think are problematic about um, the culture, but <laughs> the Mexican culture, but that's for mm, a different section. Um, but I do love being Mexican. I love that it shows my parents' kind of journey in history that I become, ha I have become this embodiment of, I am not an immigrant because I was born here. They are, but I can't say that I completely 100% understand their struggle because I have never lived it. But through their storytelling, through, you know, their work, I've seen the struggle and the beauty in the struggle. Entonces, claro, cuando me dicen, ay, eres una mexicana, I'm like, sí, claro que sí soy. And then I begin to say, yeah, mis papás son de México, I'm son de Michoacán, y, y pues yo nací aquí in, in Washington. And, you know, we just start talking about it and making relations. And, you know, I feel really good about it. Um, now, when it's set in a tone where, oh, she's Mexican. Now, that that's where I get offended. Because there's a certain way you can say it. And there's been a lot of stuff in the news about you know, 
um, people being against Mexicans, calling them illegals, telling them to get out. And it's, it, it's draining and it's harmful and it's something that I haven't necessarily gone through where people have explicitly stated that, oh, you're Mexican, get out of here. I haven't like witnessed that sort of racism, but it does like put me on edge a little bit when someone says Latina or Mexican in some sort of tone that I feel condescending. It makes me question and kind of jump and say, yeah, I'm Mexican. And I say it in that tone because I feel like I need to defend it um, as much as I can. Um, so that does get annoying to me. But other than that, super proud y orgullosa <laughs> of being Latina and being in my Mexican culture. Now, when it comes to being a woman, I'm very proud of being a woman and, you know, find also beauty in the struggle and that with the glass ceiling idea that I can break through it. But it is kind of hard when people see that I am a woman because given my name, some people, if you just read it on paper, would assume that I'm a guy just because it ends in an O and not an A. And that kind of bugs me because then when they see me actually come into like a room for an interview, it's like, oh, you can totally tell they were expecting a man, not a woman. Especially when you take a look at my resume and everything that I've done. And I feel very proud of what I have done as a woman um, because I feel like I've had a really good role model in my mom and showing that just because you're a woman doesn't mean that you're weaker than men. It doesn't mean that you are not tough. It doesn't mean that you can't have high ambitions and goals for yourself. And it's something that I really take to heart. So when someone sees me as a woman, but they see me as a woman in a submissive way, then that's when I kind of like want to fight it a lot because it's that's not how I view myself. I view myself and other women as empowering of each other, um, having an active role in their life and making choices for themselves and whatever those choices may be and also being respectful of others, but not letting themselves get pushed around. And I feel like that is what I really want to embody is in myself. I continue to try to do that with myself and continue to kind of teach that also to my daughter in some sort of way. When we start talking about identity that are kind of hidden um, and that you can't see in plain sight, um, part of my identity that is hidden is my social class. And it is that I am in um, part of the lower middle class. And it's something that I, I think is hidden um, because if they don't ask, they're not going to know. And even if they did, I don't know how I would answer. Like, I would answer truthful, yes, but. I don't think I would give too much thought into it. Yo antes no tenía problema con ser de la clase media baja. Más bien, como la tengo, pero no la tengo. Es un dilema. El dilema que tengo con esta parte de mi identidad es que no he podido salirme de ella. Y aunque ya haya agarrado mi bachillerato, todavía estoy 
y sigo siendo parte de esa clase. Um, yo quisiera decir que gano más que mis papás, pero la verdad es que no. Yo gano menos que ellos y eso me hace sentir como una mujer débil a veces. Y eso es lo último que quiero hacer. Uh, mis padres siempre me han dicho toda mi vida que la educación es la manera. Y lo he hecho y lo sigo haciendo incluso todavía. Um, que esa, pero que la educación es la manera de tener una vida mejor. Entonces yo estoy trabajando en seguir eso, en agarrar mi maestría para terminar, para ser maestra. Um, pero sí, me da a veces cosa cuando antes me preguntaban cuánto ganaba cuando trabajaba en una escuela como una para profesional. Entonces me daba vergüenza como decirles que ganaba tan poquito. Porque ellos veían que yo le echaba muchas ganas al trabajo, que a veces hacía un poquito extra para que las familias y los estudiantes se sintieran bien. Y pues no era reflejado en mi paga, ¿verdad? Entonces, como siempre me decía mi mamá, y no vas a hacer algo más, Consuelo, no vas a hacer algo más. Y yo tomaba eso como, ok, obviamente mis padres no quieren que siga yo siendo parte de esta clase. Y yo tampoco, pero a pasito, pasito. <laughs> um, so I don't particularly like to tell people my wage unless I need to and unless they're my friends. So like if my friends, if me and my friends are having conversations about, oh man, look how much money we're earning. I'm fine having those types of conversations because it's with people I trust. It's with people, you know, who aren't going to judge me. It's with people who are in the same boat, honestly. Um, And I'm like, we do hold those conversations because they're very real and they're very raw sometimes. And it helps us, you know, kind of get through things. Now, the other part that is a shocker to people usually when they find out and it's either they find out because they see me with my daughter or I tell them is that I have a daughter and that I'm a mom. And it's not something that I keep a secret. It's just I'm typically a private person when it comes to my family, my daughter and my partner. And, you know, it's just something that's mine. Like, I like to enjoy being a mom and not having, like, the judgment of it. So, yo no estoy casada. Tuve a mi hija en el último año de mi bachillerato y todos mis amigos y amigas y conocidos y algunos de mi familia pensaban que, iban a, que iba a ser una gran abogada porque es lo, quería que, lo que quería hacer antes. Um, pero... Siempre tuve la idea de tomarme un año de descanso para trabajar, para ver si en verdad quería, quería ser abogada, porque estaba encontrando como unos problemas de que no me gustaba tanto esa carrera. Como que algo me dijo que quería meterme en educación, pero no sabía si comprometerme y meterme. Así que decidí trabajar. Primero en la escuela, a ver cómo me, me iba, a ver si me gustaba y me encantó. Pero balancear todo eso con ser mamá, pues es, es difícil a veces. You know? Como mi hija es lo más bello en mi vida y me ha dado tanta felicidad. Ella me ha ayudado a darme cuenta de muchas cosas sobre mí, cosas que no había pensado antes. Y la verdad de ella fue como la que me hizo reflexionar de qué cosa, qué clase de trabajo que, 
quería yo, en verdad. Algo que nomás pagaran los miles o algo que en verdad me gustara, en donde veía, viera que podría ser yo un cambio. Um, entonces escogí educación y volverme maestra y ahora estoy aquí haciendo mi propio camino. But sometimes it does take a toll because when people find out that I'm a mom, they kind of like change the conversation a little bit because um, they kind of shocked that I am. Um, like suddenly when I'm invited to go out to drinks, like, oh, what? as soon as you find out I'm a mom because I told you and those invites aren't brought to me as often because they don't think I can do it. And that's that's kind of sad for me. You know, when people start to think that because you're suddenly a mom and that you have a kid that you're not able to do things. And I think that's totally wrong. Um, like the fact that I was, that I'm here and I'm getting my master's and being a mom, I have my partner, I have this great support system. Like it's a lot. It's awesome, honestly. And I had some people say, I'm really proud that you're getting, that you're still getting a master's. Like implying that I was, that I wasn't going to get it anymore because suddenly I had this new identity of being a mom, which uh, is something totally else. <laughs> and I'm really glad that my partner was here to support me because he was like, well, they obviously don't know who you are because just because, just because you're a mom doesn't mean that you're not going to keep achieving what you've always wanted to achieve. And it's still an identity that, continue, that I continue to work with every day, um, you know, it's And I continue to kind of like transform it in it as well because there's different types of like mom roles that you fit in. When it comes to parts of my identity that I feel have been imposed upon me, Um, because of existing social or cultural categories that I don't actually feel like they map to my sense of self, I have to say that it is my obligation to keep everybody united and everybody together. As the oldest sibling, um, it was always up to me to keep siblings together, siblings in check, and help my parents in any way that I could um, and delegate those duties as well and now that I've been apart from my parents for a while in my family um, and have formed a new family with my partner and my daughter some of those obligations I feel like can now be stretched out to different members of the family and it doesn't have to be my sole purpose <laughs> when sometimes I feel like it it feels like they feel like it does Um, so that's one that I kind of struggle with and have been struggling with recently. Um, just the little, and when people tell me, well, you need to help your parents. You always need to help them. I understand. And I always will be there for them. But that doesn't mean that my other sisters and other members of my family can't help them. You know, we're all capable of translating for them. We're all capable of having these conversations with them. And I think that if, you know, 
I think what I've been doing where I've been, you know, taking care of myself, taking care of my daughter, taking care of my partner, um, of the, this new immediate family that I have formed, um, I've kind of like handed the torch off to my sisters in a way that says, hey, I am still here, still visiting parents, still seeing you guys, still talking to you, to y'all, but I also am taking care of myself. And, you know, I feel like they've kind of taken that upon themselves too, to take care of themselves, take care of their friends, and start helping a little more with parents. Um, and so that's where I kind of struggle because sometimes they do pick up the torch and sometimes they don't. Um, but I think it's just civil sibling rivalry that I hope. Um, but it's still something that I juggle and that I, you know, am learning to kind of, I'm learning how to take a step back and take a step in per se. Um, so I'm still constantly having that uh feeling about that part of how that matches my current identity um but i still want it to be there just not all the time <laughs> kind of thing now for this last part about my identity this is going on um, identity that I feel are emerging and transforming. So the one that I feel is transforming and I feel like it transforms day to day is me being a parent. Um, I feel like parenting is something that no one's truly prepared for no matter what, even no matter how much you plan for it also. And although I've been a parent for quite some time now, I think I'm still transforming into the role especially balancing the obligations that I have with school and work. And, you know, some days are easy, some days are not. But when I see my daughter smile and, like, say, all the growth that she's done, all the memories that we've made, I feel like I'm becoming a better person. And part of eso es porque yo quiero que ella esté orgullosa de mí. Y... También como estoy enamorada de, de la idea de que ella es mi niña. Um, yo sé que no la voy a tener siempre. Um, y trato de, trato de disfrutar mi tiempo con ella. Pero también de enseñarla que significa. Para enseñarle que soy una mujer independiente, que soy una mujer fuerte. Para que ella también vea eso y luego ella pueda hacer su propia identidad como mujer o como ella se identifique, ¿verdad? Um, pero que tenga sus ambiciones y sus metas. Entonces cada día trato de, de navegar esta identidad de ser, pa, de ser mamá. Y pues sí, a veces hay días que son buenos y a veces hay días que no, pero me ha ayudado tanto a ver otras partes de mi identidad con mucho más orgullo o make me look at them in a critical lens. Sometimes um, I notice that that's what being a mom has kind of made me kind of question some parts of my identity and really like dig deeper into it. Entonces, otra parte de mi identidad que está apareciendo es 
que quiero ser maestra, educadora, pero educadora de social justice. And I'm taking the steps down to become an educator. I'm in school and I'm in it for elementary because there's a huge need for it for teachers of color in elementary classrooms because of representation and so many other reasons. And I'm really proud when someone asks me what I'm doing with my life now, career-wise. And I love saying that I'm going to be a dual language teacher because I think honoring language is so important. Yo, desafortunadamente, no tuve la oportunidad de practicar mi lengua en la escuela. I'm solo en mi casa con mi familia. Y entonces, estar en un programa que de verdad aprecie mi, mi lengua la lengua del español es muy importante para mí y es algo que no había vivido antes y me gusta mucho que pueda hacer mis cosas con mis tareas en español o en cualquier otra lengua que yo quiera, que yo sepa. Um, me está como dando más orgullo y me está dando otra forma de usarlo. Porque es muy diferente cuando hablo con amigos, con familiares en español a cuando estoy hablando con maestros o con profesores o estoy escribiendo como cosas para la escuela. Um, so I'm very happy about that. And my Spanish isn't the greatest. It deteriorated, deteriorated over the years. And I feel like sometimes my English, but I feel like I'm starting to pick it up more and I'm happy to use it whenever I can. So all I want to say right now is muchísimas gracias por escuchar este podcast mío. Es la primera vez que lo hago, um, pero se sintió muy bien en hacerlo sobre mí, sobre mi identidad. Um, porque sí me hizo reflexionar mucho sobre los diferentes aspectos de mi identidad que la verdad a veces no pienso. Entonces, muchísimas gracias y espero pero a lo mejor hacerlo otra vez para la segunda parte. <risa>